Today on episode number 105 of the podcast, we're busting five myths about being visually impaired. What's up, VIPs? Welcome to Life After Sight Loss Radio, the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek. I am your resident VIP, aka visually impaired person. And across the table from me, as always, is our resident sighted supporter, my lovely wife, April. Hello. All right, dear. Well, the sun is shining. Spring has sprung and it is beautiful outside. We got the windows open. Uh, Koa is definitely laying in the sun as much as he can. Yep. It's a beautiful time. So today we're busting some myths. Um, a lot of times when you lose your sight, you hear things, you believe things, and it's like, mm, I, I, that may not be true. <laughs> so we're going to talk about these myths and why they're not true and how they uh, believing them sometimes can affect us. Sure. So let's just jump right into things. First of all, the first one is the myth that our other senses get better. Now, this is one of those weird things where I'm not a doctor um, you know, I'm not a medical professional. I can't say for sure that your hearing does not absolutely get better or your sense of touch doesn't absolutely get better. However, people have this theory that, oh, your one sense goes down and so all the rest just get really heightened like Daredevil, you know? Yeah. Which, that's a whole other thing. Daredevil has, has issues. Anyway, thank <laughs> you, Ben Affleck. But I don't think it necessarily gets better. I think we just use them. Like, I don't know if I can hear better than you. I think I just, my brain is like, oh, this is how we're going to have to view the world. Um, like going into a hotel that has a pool, you would look for a sign that says pool. I would smell the chlorine sure. coming out, you know. So it's not that you can't smell the chlorine. That's just not, you know, if I said, oh, chlorine, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I smell that. You yeah. Know? But that's just not the first thing you would look for. Well, you use them differently. Like you go to, you don't go to your site as your first sense to use mm-hmm. because you aren't able to do that. But also... I think they, you hone them. Mm, so you, sure, yeah. you get used to using them more. So maybe I wouldn't say that they're heightened. I mean, I am a medical professional, but I would, I still don't really know, but you know, you, they might not be like truly better, but mm-hmm. you, you learn to use them better. Yeah. I think that's a fair way to say it. And we're, I don't know if they're necessarily better, like your ears open up or you know, something, right. but I definitely think we use them differently. So like you said, we hone them a little more. Yeah. Um, I'm a, I'm a visual person. Like, I think that's how I learned as a uh, kid growing up. I was a visual learner, but whenever you lose your sight, you can't become a visual learner. You got to do something else. So right. I had to learn by listening to books and things like that. And I've just had to train myself to do that, to exactly. learn that way. Yeah. And it, and again, it doesn't mean I'm now a magical um, auditory learner. I still am visual. If I, you know, like I like to watch the TV show and mm-hmm. see what's going on. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Yeah, but I still think um, I've learned to use my sense of hearing and touch. You know, like if you do that game where you put your hand in the bag, you're like, what is this? I think I'd do a lot better at that game. Probably. Than, than a it really, it, it <laughs> makes me very nervous when you're trying to plug something in. <laughs> Because you're like feeling the outlet and uh-huh. trying to get the, you know, the plug into the outlet. And I'm just scared to death you're going to electrocute yourself. But that's how you, you that's know, you've you learned to use your tactile yeah. you sensation know in- to do that. You know, what's interesting about it is I'm feeling it and it's almost creating like a map of it in my brain. Yeah. So then when I'm, I like pull my hand away at the last minute to try to plug it into that map in my brain. Mm-hmm. Only a couple of times have I gotten like a slight sensation where it's like, mm. I should have pulled it away a little faster, but that's all right. So the first myth (laughs) is that your other senses get better. Uh, Secondly, um, the myth that blind people or blindness equals 
total blindness. Like you can see nothing. Yeah. I definitely think I thought that growing up. Like if I heard the word blind, that yeah. meant no sight. So it was either 2020 or black, which is another misnomer. Like it's not black, right. it's nothing, which I don't know what nothing looks like. So it's very difficult. People are like, do you see black? It's like, no, I see nothing. What does nothing look like? Uh, I I don't know. Yeah. To me, my sight loss has is like getting the best way to describe it is like getting that camera flash and then it just stays around forever. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, did you think that like if you heard the word blind, would you automatically think, oh, yeah, total blindness? I'm not sure because I think about like I have contacts and I wear glasses. And so I think about I know that there's a difference between 2020 and it is possible to see without 2020 vision. Yeah. So there's a range in there. So I I think I realized that there was a range of blindness, but I don't know that it was really at any point in my life in the forefront of my mind that mm, there sure. would be a range between, you know, legally blind and totally blind or legally without correction and mm-hmm. totally blind. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think I, I think if I heard somebody was blind and they were using a white cane, they needed assistance, stuff mm-hmm. like that, guide dogs, whatever, then I probably, oh, well, that person's blind. They're totally blind. But, you know, somebody needed contacts. I know you have friends that have like um, really thick glasses. Sure. They give that classic line of like, oh, I'm, I'm blind without my glasses. I'm like, don't say that. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's what, if it was corrected with glasses or contacts, I'd be like, right. that's, that's not blind. But if it wasn't, True. you know, if it had, had cane and guide dog and assistive technology, I probably would have thought they were totally blind. Um, so yeah, I mean, visual impairment, low vision, mm-hmm. legally blind, all those kinds of phrases were not even in my vocabulary. No, I guess that's true. I don't, I guess I didn't think about that with the context of the question. So yeah, I, I probably did think, you know, blind meant totally blind, like yeah. not seeing Yeah, anything. and it, honestly, a very low number of people are totally blind. Sure. Like the people that yeah. are blind, it's like, Less than 10%, I think, are uh, actually totally blind. Mm-hmm. So most of us have some sort of vision, which throws off the uh, sighted community out there. I've gotten many questions like, are you training that dog? Oh, yeah. You know, things like that. And so they, because they believe that blindness equals total blindness. Yes. All right. Number three, uh, blind people are antisocial. Now, if you've ever met me, you know this is a myth. Not true. <laughs> Not true at all. Uh, I think it's because there are times when, I think this myth comes about because um, blind people will oftentimes, let's say like at a party, they'll find a place to sit or stand and not move around Yeah. because they're not trying to knock over something or you know get in somebody's way. And so then people see that and they're like, oh, they don't want to mingle. They don't want to talk to people. They don't want to yeah. whatever. It's like, oh no, I just don't want to knock over somebody's beverage and make a big deal. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, sociability is not directly connected to blindness because if it were I would be a lot less social now that being said there are moments when I'm less social because of blindness being affect you know mm-hmm. affecting my life I don't, I don't want to get out or I don't want to go to that thing or I'm uncomfortable in this situation right it's not that I am less social it's just that blindness is sort of sort of hindering yes that sociability I think it depends on the activity or the um, environment that you're going to be in how social you're comfortable being definitely because if you are if you're with a group of people that are you know we talk about this a lot playing a board game mm-hmm. like how easy is that for you right you know it's board games boo well no. <laughs> i mean you can play them you can Absolutely. be part of no. them if you like board but games it's good for not, you i'm just not a board game person really well you never were to begin with really like wasn't. before you yeah, lost your sight but fair. now after you've lost your sight it's even more so that you're not because <clears throat> you can't 
um, participate the way everyone else participates. Yeah, and especially the way I'd like, you know, like, I don't want to sit there and have somebody else move my piece or read the cards or whatever. Now, sometimes I will because I want to be part of the group, but, you know, there are definitely times. But in those situations, you tend to withdraw and it seems that you're being antisocial at the time. Yeah. But it's just in, it's certain circumstances. Absolutely. Depends on what the situation is. Yeah, it is not a blanket statement that all blind people are antisocial. And and sometimes, you know, in, in saying this, Sometimes you have to be honest, like, and your friends have to just believe you. Because sometimes I'm like, you know what? I don't want to play the game. You guys go ahead and play. Yeah. I'm going to sit over here and do something else. And it's fine. Like, it's yeah. it's not a big deal. I'm not crying. Everything's fine. Uh, you just, it's like, oh, okay. He said it was okay. So we're just going to go on. Yeah. You know, I have good friends who are like, oh, how can we include you? How can we make this more accessible? And that's wonderful. I so appreciate that. But there are just times where I'm like, I didn't, I don't want to do this. And just believe me and just go on. Go and, on. You know, it's, it's fine. <laughs> All right. So number four. Um, blind people don't like sight intensive activities. Uh, this is definitely a myth and it depends on, this goes back to like, you know, I wasn't necessarily a board game person before. Right. Some people are just not, um, uh, adventurous necessarily. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about rock climbing. We've talked about, you know, whitewater rafting, all these kinds of sight intense activities, even things like board games, which might seem somewhat sight intense. Sure. Yeah, or whatever. Absolutely. You know, it's like the myth is, well, blind people don't want to do those things. Well, it depends on the person, not, not the blindness of the person, but the person themselves. Yeah. Because some people may love to go on these very sight intensive activities mm-hmm. and some people maybe not. That might be because of their blindness, but more likely it's due to the fact that they're just that type of person or yeah. not that type of person. It's their personality and their di- likes and dislikes, just like everybody else has likes and dislikes. Yeah. Someone may not be interested in, you know, big adventures that could cause detrimental harm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you can't see very well. Absolutely. Uh, that just may not be their thing. And that's fine. I think the the thing with this is we put the blindness first. Yeah. We're like, oh, they're blind. Therefore, they, and we make a determination mm-hmm. about them. It's like, no, uh, ask them about whatever first. Then if blindness is an issue, that'll just be part of it. And yeah. if they really want to do it, they'll just make a way and be like, okay, well, actually for this, I have to do this. And, you know, like I know with the kids, we talked about, uh, this is sort of a dumb example. We talked about playing cards Yeah, and we have to call out like we're playing like crazy eights yeah. or Uno or something. Yeah. You say like, okay, king of hearts or whatever. And you go around the table mm-hmm. and everybody calls it out. It's a very simple thing, but it is what we do because of visual impairment. And so there might just be some accessible ways to do things yeah. and you just got to figure that out so ask the person if they want to do it first this is not needed to get into advice but if, you know well, if, you're, if you're blind especially yeah be up front be like hey i would love to do this could we do this yeah uh, you know so i can make, make sure this I'm easier part of it? for yeah. me or more yeah. accessible for me yeah absolutely yeah. and it probably is not going to ruin the game it's no. just maybe people have to be you know a little patient as you read the card with a magnifier or whatever the case mm-hmm. is so yeah blind people love to do things that are sight intensive if they're the person who likes to do right. those kinds of things. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And then number five, blind people hate sight words like look, see, or watch. Um, this is such a myth. And now it depends on the person. I heard somebody recently say, I think it was my good uh, friend Juan, who has a channel uh, on YouTube called something, JC5 Productions. I'll put that in the description if I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, he said which a lot of, th- you could say this about a lot of things, but if you've met one blind person, you've met one blind person. You right. Know, like yeah. my um, belief on blindness may not be others' belief on blindness. Mm-hmm. So we got to take this with a grain of salt. But when people ask me questions like, hey, did you see that movie? You know, oh, look at this thing. Oh, uh, I'm going to watch this show, whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's such normal 
conversational uh, vocabulary you know, vocabulary yeah. that I'm like, yeah, of course. Because if somebody says to me, hey, did you see that? I mean, did you hear that movie? I'm like, don't say that. That's so dumb. Like, nobody- <laughs> I feel like that's almost an insult in yeah, a way. It's like, it's yeah, like, yeah, I'm demeaning oh, you a little bit. Yeah, like, exactly. You, know, you didn't yeah. get to enjoy this like I did. So it's like, just treat me normally. Say right. watch, say see. Uh-huh. Like, it's always embarrassing when, and it's embarrassing for me, it's embarrassing for them, especially when somebody's like, oh my gosh, look at that thing over there. And then I'm like, Mm. And they're like, oh, I mean, uh, you know, it's like, uh, I remember when I was first lost my sight, my grandpa at the time, uh, he was driving me someplace and he would always be like, look at that thing over there. Look at that deer. Look at that tree, whatever, you know, and he just didn't even think about it, you know, and I was like, oblivious. At first, I was hey, like, how oblivious? dare you? I can't see that, you know, whatever. but I was like, uh, you know, that's that's how he's always done. I'm, yeah. I can't possibly ask him to change his vocabulary overnight. Right. And and I, I don't really want to. Like, I want people to be feel normal you yeah. know, in their well, conversations. Playing devil's advocate here. I mean, it's oh, nice of them to be aware of what they're saying as well. Like they want to treat you with respect. They want to, um, you know, take into account your disability, not to affect to the way that they're going to like cater to you, but at the same time to a way to be respectful that, okay, wait, he can't see that. He can't look at that. He can't whatever Mm -hmm. fill in the blank. But at the same time, like don't trip yourself up over it. Just have a normal conversation. It's not necessary to make those changes in the situation for I, you at least absolutely i think the the key difference is it's important to think about it mm-hmm. it's but it's also important not to overthink right about it you know like we don't want to be so over the top that it's like oh my gosh i can only talk about things that uh this blind person is going to be okay with and yet it's like nah you just, and if you're visually impaired be honest and upfront about it mm-hmm. you know let people know it's it reminds me of like when people they'll come up to me and if i don't know them they'll tell me who they are yeah like oh it's it's joe talking talking, you know, whatever. And most of the people that tell me that are the people that talk to me enough that I've got their voice already. Right. And so it's kind of like, it's, it's always that weird moment where it's like, I, yeah, I got you, you know, <laughs> you're considerate and I, I understand. Yeah. So yeah, but I, I don't think as a whole, you know, if just because you lose your sight does not mean you lose words from your vocabulary. Right. You can keep those and say, watch the movie and, oh, did you see that movie? Yeah, it was great, you know. And then I might bring up something like, yeah, uh, for example, we were, I was talking to somebody yesterday about a TV show and I said something about, oh, the audio description said this about it. And they were like, oh, yeah, that's true. And and uh, in the movie or in the show, it was kind of like that was something where if you weren't paying attention visually, then you may have not picked up on it. it. Yeah. But it's like, I got it. And they're yeah. like, oh, yes. So, you know, yeah. we have conversations and I bring up, you know, site or non-site related things, mm-hmm. but they still said watch or see. So. All right, those are the five myths that we busted today. I'm sure there are others, so, you know, that's just how it goes. But my question for you today is this. What is something that you believed uh, about sight loss before you lost your sight? Was it one of these things? Was it something else? I'd love to hear about it. You can let us know in the comments of the video if you're watching, and you can also send an email to lifeaftersightloss at gmail.com. All right, before we get to our quote, we've got a few housekeeping items. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to give us a big thumbs up and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another single episode. That's right. And if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, you can subscribe in your favorite podcast app and give us a rating and a review. 
Also, we would love to hear from you wherever you are. You can share your thoughts and your questions and all the things that you're thinking right now. Send an email to lifeaftersightloss at gmail.com. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at lifeaftersightloss. That's right. Okay, so here we are, folks. Let's get to our quote of the week. Being honest may not get you a lot of friends, but it'll always get you the right ones. John Lennon. John Lennon. He's a Beatle. If anybody's listening from out of the country or you're not familiar with the Beatles, great, great music. Um, being honest may not always get you friends, but it gets you the right friends. Yeah. You know, that's such an interesting one. I, I looked up quotes about like truth and honesty because we're talking about myths versus the truth. Uh-huh. And it's just interesting that it's like being upfront with somebody, being honest, even if it's sometimes hard to say, is important and it'll keep those right friends around you. I thought about quoting scripture where it says, you know, the truth shall set you free. Uh, I think in the, we're watching Ted Lasso right now. Mm -hmm. And one of the lines is, and this is not spoiling anything if you haven't seen it. One of the lines is um, something to the effect of the truth will set you free, but it'll make you really mad, you know, first (laughs) (laughs) or something like that. Probably a a more inappropriate word Um, (laughs) because Ted Lasso. But um, just this idea that, you know what, being honest and upfront with things is hard. Mm -hmm. and you got to travel through it, but it's important on the end. In the end, yep. All right, folks. Well, we thank you so much for listening wherever you are. And remember that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name's Derek. And I'm April. And we'll see you in in the the next next one. one.